welcome to Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast, where we will learn the history of this beautiful area and hear the stories from the people who live here, love here, and serve here. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Let's go to work. So, Cole Anderson Podcast. Cole, you are leaving to serve a full-time mission here pretty soon. How? Oh, yeah. How? How? What's your schedule? What's your timeline? Um, I mean, I've got about a week left, and headed straight over there. Where's um, there? Philippines. I'll go to the Manila MTC for six weeks, and I'm serving in the Ilo Ilo mission. So where, like geographically, where? I mean, did you know much about the Philippines before you got called in? Um, not really, no. I mean, I've talked with some people who've served there before I got my call, and they've just said a few different things, but now I know a little bit more about it, and uh, it's kind of, it's a little bit lower than Taiwan, and kind of in the middle of all the islands of the Philippines. Okay. So, that's my tiny little island. Ilo Ilo. Ilo Ilo, or my island's called Panay, but... Yeah. Exciting. Oh yeah. Uh, what did you think when you got when you opened that email your your official call? Um. Well, funny story. My brother, his Conrad. Yeah, my brother Conrad. Uh, his second week of being a missionary, he had a dream that I got called to the Philippines on my mission, and he wrote it down in his journal and everything and then uh, earlier when he knew that I got my call like the day of he sent me like a fake paper call that said like somewhere random in the Philippines and I'm like yeah right like that's that's not gonna happen I mean there's a lot of other places in the world where I could be called and uh, then reading that off and reading the Philippines was almost like a just a surreal moment to me where I was just caught in wonder and disbelief at the same time. It was just crazy. So I, I did feel the spirit very strong in that though and know that there was definitely something that my brother had when he was set apart as a missionary. And in the scriptures it says, and your old men shall have dreams. We're not gonna call Conrad old <laughs> Well, maybe we can. Conrad, are you listening to this podcast? Uh, how neat did you did he tell you about that dream before yeah I think yeah he's been he's been saying like convinced that I'd be going to the Philippines <laughs> ever since and look where I'm going it's amazing oh yeah amazing so walk us through the timeline it's it's Sunday so you leave you'll go you leave in eight days yeah uh-huh so gotta be to the airport by 4 a.m. Monday morning, and catching a flight to Seattle. I'll go from Seattle to South Korea, and South Korea over to Manila, where the MTC is at. Have you mapped out how many total hours of traveling that is? Yeah, it'll be around 25 hours of travel, and I haven't flown before, so. Oh, first time. <laughs> yes, it should be an interesting experience. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You'll be in the Manila MTC for how long? Uh, six weeks. And then I'll go out into the field September 
22nd, I think. Pretty sure that's my date to report to the field, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be an adventure. How far from Manila is, you know, that's the capital of the Philippines, right? Mm -hmm. How far from Manila is? Um, I'm not sure the technical distance, but it's, it's, a bit, like, it's a bit more south than Manila is. Okay. So you got like, uh, I, don't, I don't know how far it is. I'm definitely flying out over to my island though, so. So you'll be, speak, you'll be learning in, in the Manila MTC, you'll be studying obviously the gospel, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, diving into the scriptures, how to teach, but also learning the language, right? Yeah. What do they speak in the Philippines? Um, they, speak, they speak a lot they of do languages. Speak a lot. I have five languages on my island. Um, the one I was called for is Hiligaynon. Um, there's also, uh, I, I'm probably going to butcher these names. but That's okay. They, we want you to butcher them now so that yeah. when you listen to this in two years, you yeah. say, I've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, Kapiznan is one of them. And then uh, Karayaan, I think, is another. And there's two others, and they're just big, long words that I don't remember. So do, so, they, do they not even speak Tagalog? Um, not, not on this island. I okay. mean, mostly it's just, I think it all centers like around Hiligaynon. So, and they call it a longo over there, which I don't know why it's different, but yeah. <laughs> did you study any foreign languages in school? Um, I did like a little bit of Span Spanish, but it's more like Spanglish. I, I wasn't very good at it. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's a lot of similarities between Spanish and Hiligaynon though, so. It's, it's nice that way that I can kind of have a little bit of a background. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit. I, I know that I took uh, a few years Japanese, and then I was called to serve in Japan, and in the MTC in Provo, in about three days, we covered everything I knew in three years. Oh, jeez. Right? Practically. Yeah. Uh -huh. But, like you said, just having a little bit of confidence, mm -hmm. just having a little bit of background, even if I didn't know it, of course, the biggest thing is just having the spirit, literally a, a realization that the gift of tongues mm -hmm. is a very real thing. Uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be spouting off full lessons yeah, uh -huh. in Hiligaynon. Yeah. Uh -huh. Did I get it right? In your first week. But by week two, we have big expectations for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, tell us a little about, well, we just came out of uh, a really great fifth Sunday lesson. Oh, yeah. In church. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about the house of the Lord. Oh, yeah. You, can you tell us about your relationship with the house of the Lord? Well, um, and how has it changed in the last few months? Well, I'll tell you what, it's changed a lot in the last day. I just got set apart, or not set apart, I just went through the temple uh, yesterday, and uh, it's been, it was a really, really neat experience and like there's a lot that goes on and a lot that I like don't fully understand yet but I was it's interesting to me to like kind of go through it it seems really complex and everything but the feelings that I was feeling were really simple and uh, just really like profound to me where it was like I've been stressing about different things with my mission and like it, like it seemed like it was getting like a lot and just kind of pounded on me. But then I went to the temple and there's just a feeling of 
like in the middle of the session, I, I thought to myself, I should have done this earlier. Like, I should have, I should have came here earlier because there was just a feeling of, you know, there's, it's still going to be sad that you're leaving and like, you're still going to like feel that sense of loss, but everything's going to be all right. Like everything will work out. It's just a, it was like a quiet feeling, but really powerful. So it's, it's definitely a, an amazing thing. And then having this lesson today, talking about different things about the temple. And now I can kind of understand what they're meaning by that. And so it's just awesome. The Lord's timing and everything. Absolutely. Well, what, I, I, I love what you're saying. You, you, you received your endowment. Mm. Um, and went through washings and anointings yesterday, right? That whole process. And today, one day later, you're learning new things. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. That was an incredible discussion that we had. Yes. Any one takeaway from this discussion that you that, that we had today about the temple, about the house of the Lord? Yeah. Um, I think when we said, like, focusing it on the house of the Lord, I feel like saying the house of the Lord instead of temple, even though both are just find words to use or uh, but I think house of the Lord makes it a lot more personal instead of something that's kind of seen as like this big great grand like thing where it's like oh this is like if you think temple and if anybody else thinks of temple then they're like not part of the church or anything like that it's seems like this big grand thing where only like rich people go or mm -hmm. like stuff like that but you say like house of the lord it's a lot more personal and it just feels like more comfortable to be in somebody's house rather than some extravagant palace yeah it's more intimate mm -hmm. for sure i mean templum means house of the lord mm -hmm. but I, I was thinking as as we're having this discussion that we've come to kind of label the house of the lord as the temple yeah and it's not a bad thing it is a temple, mm -hmm. right? Um, but it just changes the perspective. If nothing else, yeah. oh, I'm going up to the house of the Lord. And I think the one takeaway I had today was he just, I just, I'm going there to sit with him, mm -hmm. to spend some time with him. I'm going to be different when I go to the house of the Lord later this week. Yeah. Right. Uh, by the way, are you planning on attending the House of the Lord anytime before you get out of the mission field? Oh, I sure hope I can. I've got, I've got trips oh, <laughs> this okay. next week. Things are probably pretty packed. Oh, yes. They, we're, we're packing them inside, so maybe I might. I, I'm hoping I can. What's, what's the situation for, uh, for the development of the church from a temple? You know, often we count temples, how many temples are... Are there how many are there temples in your mission? Um, actually, this last general conference they announced one that's being built in Iloilo, so that's I might be able to see the groundbreaking of it. Different island, right? Uh, same island okay, that same. I'm on. So like Iloilo is just the city okay. on my on the island I'm on. So I might be able to see something like that. But there's I think I think there's two temples right now that are up and running and there's a lot more on their way like there's a lot <laughs> how exciting to be literally the groundbreaking yeah and i don't 
just mean like the physical groundbreaking, but the spiritual groundbreaking, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, for the people of the Philippines, for the people on your island, yeah, in that mission. Mm-hmm. That's it's, unique. It is awesome. There's a lot of work going on there right now, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. Well, this this podcast we started a little backwards because we just jumped right into your to your full time service, which is upcoming, into temple worship and visiting the house of the Lord. Um, and, I'm, and maybe I'm just going to work, we're going to kind of work backward. All right. Usually we start with, you know, how long has your grandpa been in Lake Shore? Oh. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, that's for Blake. But uh, tell us what, what has been the process for you uh, deciding to serve a full-time mission? When did you know? When did you know that you wanted to serve a full-time mission? Um. I don't think I've really ever doubted that I was going to go on a mission like I always knew I, from the time I was young and I don't know, it just felt the same all the way up till now where it's still the same and I'm I'm heading out and... You've always accepted it. Yeah, I've, I've always, I've never really had a time where I'm like, I'm not going. Like I, I've always had just a... A strong foundation in that I guess I mean not a whole lot of struggle determining whether or not I was going it's just really when and I mean it's been hard sometimes just like getting ready and knowing that I'm leaving soon but mm-hmm. like I said like temple visit was amazing so highly re- recommend the temple absolutely absolutely um, what has it meant to have have your brother Conrad out serving How's that affected you personally? My, like watching Conrad go through was uh, really interesting to see just because like at first, like he was like back and forth about his mission. And then after seeing him going through and like kind of changing in different ways, it was really cool to see. And the thing when he had a dream about me serving in the Philippines and then seeing that actually happen is just amazing and it's a it's a crazy thing to think about but like maybe it's not so crazy because that's what missionaries are there they can have different revelations about things like that and it it just shows through God's power like through him and so I'm excited to be able to have that power and those blessings with me so I'll be able to bless others. Awesome. Well, and you will. You know, that, that's the, you see that in your brother, you see that in Conrad, but you will be that, you'll be that, that representative of the Lord, you know, for other people. Yeah. Uh, tell us about Lakeshore. You, you haven't been in Lakeshore your entire life, mm-hmm. but tell us about, you know, when you came to Lakeshore and what, what your thoughts were, what, your, what was your connection, what, Scariest thing about moving out here? <laughs> uh, well, moved out here about um, about four years ago. I think yeah, it's been like four and a half ish years since I. Is that all? Yeah. Seems like you guys have been here longer, but yeah, it's yeah. But we we moved out here. We moved from over from Salem. Had a big old beautiful house over in Salem, and we moved to fix it up our farmhouse and. It's been stressful for my mom, <laughs> to tell you that much, but I mean, I love it out here. It's 
great. I like the people out here are amazing. And I mean, one of my, I don't know, one of my biggest fears out here, I don't know, really the only thing that comes to mind are I don't like spiders at all. <laughs> and yeah, that, that was definitely a, a struggle for me. Some parts of it where I'm like, oh, I hate spiders, but I'm definitely gonna have to get used to that. Go oh, where I'm going. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there'll be spiders and all. Oh yeah, and a lot bigger than the ones we ever have. So, but I know that's not a bad fear though. I, I think just going somewhere new, it's always a little frightening. Like even if it's, if it's 20 minutes away from where I used to live. So how long were you in Salem? Um, 10 years. Okay, so you spent... So I spent most of my like, childhood mm -hmm. uh, growing up there. Awesome. So any, any significant differences? Obviously you moved from your uh, you know, you beautiful home in Salem, you move out to Lakeshore. Is there more work? I mean, how, is there a different pace of life here? Mm. Or, yeah, no, there's just like... I just love the mentality out here with the people and how everybody's like just so kind and I love the room and the space that everyone has and it's it's awesome to see how many people are so willing to help and to just go and do stuff for their neighbors and it's not expected anything in return and but like it's just given and I love how so many people here have that like we'll borrow stuff from our neighbors all the time and then we'll go back and help them out, not because we feel like we need to because they did, but just because we want to. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a great mentality to be out here. And I love, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's great. Plenty of room for spiders out here. Oh yeah. <laughs> just kind of the, the, just the fun side of me thinks, you know, if I send you a letter, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put a real spider in there, but I think yeah. like every primary kid who's list, child who's listening to this, they should just do a little cutout of a spider yeah. and in their next letter, just send it to you and you'll just know that they're thinking about you. Oh yeah. Nothing you have to be really afraid of. No. One of those things you can, no, I'll get them crawling all over me all the time <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I bet your family has fun with that. Fun with it. I would. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> Uh, what are what do you think are some of your talents? It says in the scriptures that that every every man every woman is given given a talent or given talents. What are yours? And and um, you know this is not the time to oh I don't you know it's not the time to do that that humble thing. Like, <laughs> it says a city on a hill cannot be hid. Uh -huh. Don't hide your light under a bushel. This is that time. All right. What are your talents? Right. What did God give you? Well, yeah, like you said, it's what God gave me, and that actually kind of relates to my mission scripture where uh, Ammon's talking to his brother Aaron, and uh, he's talking about, like, the things he's done, and then Aaron's like, don't, don't boast of yourself, and Ammon's like, well, I'm not boasting of myself because I know I'm nothing, and but God is everything, and so, but... In saying that God has given me everything, but I think I, I have the ability to be very uh, hardworking and very driven in the things I do, and feel like I am very compassionate and uh, pa and passionate about the things that I put my mind to and the things that I do, and I put my heart into the things that I want to accomplish, and so 
I feel like with that and through God, I'll be able to do whatever. And I believe that I truly can do whatever uh, with God's help. And so it's, it's really mainly like my faith in knowing that God can do anything that is probably my biggest gift is just believing that I can do whatever through God. And don't take this the wrong way. But as you're sitting here talking, I'm thinking of young David. And David was probably younger than you were when he fought uh-huh. Goliath. He, he probably didn't lift as, pound as many weights as you have. <laughs> right? He probably didn't know the way. I don't know. I mean, he, he, he wrestled a bear and yeah. a lion, right? But, yeah. But I'm just, you know, the Lord sends out, he says he sends out the weak things of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, and as much as we need to be strong ourselves, I love the fact that you're, Listen, you're, my strength is God, mm-hmm. right? And you're going out into, into something very big. You can yeah. call it Goliath, yeah. right? The world. But, uh, yeah, I just I had my testimony to yours, Cole, that I know. I know you have that faith. I, I can see it. And I remember, I, rem- I love you talking about you get passionate about things. Because mm. I remember coaching your basketball team. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. You weren't, at that time, you weren't the biggest kid on the team. No. In fact... You were probably of the smaller staff. You were a Dave. You were the David. Yeah. Right. But I seriously remember there was nobody. There was nobody more passionate about that game and about just putting everything on the court uh, than Cole Anderson. And that was that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, just to watch your passion uh, focused in on that game. Yeah, it's a battle. Yeah. So those are good times. Oh, yeah. Good, good times. times. Wow. What a great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out the next installment of Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Until next time, keep up the good work.